Okay, I am live here. It appears to be the case that I'm live. It looks like it's waiting for me. Hold on one second. It's March 14th, Pi Day. Stephen Hawking may be dead, but his bad ideas live on. And that's what I wanted to talk about. We have all these people who uh, emerge on the world stage and their words, their ideas, no matter how bad, no matter how false, are just given some, they're, they're enshrined. You know, it's like, what do you mean? Just because he said it, it's something that has to be taken seriously. Like, I don't believe in black holes. Never seen one. Well, not the kind he's talking about. I don't even believe in light years. It hasn't been proven to me. The burden of proof isn't there. Now, the guy's an atheist. I don't really think that atheism is an intellectually tenable position to take. And I don't know why his 200 word per minute cheek twitching technology hasn't been given to other people with the same condition. I could use that shit. I could sit there laying in bed without even having to really talk. I could communicate something significant. But they withhold that. So yeah, he's dead or whatever. But listen to this. This is why I think that uh, I wish his bad ideas would go with him. We need an exit strategy fast. From global warming to artificial intelligence, Stephen Hawking made a number of terrifying predictions about the apocalyptic threats facing humanity. I don't really know what's so great about doomsayers, fire and brimstone preachers. So you get paid to tell everybody that they're going to suffer because of the way they live, that they're going to die. Just sounds like it sounds like they gave Al Gore's hateful anti-human environmentalist ideology a face that you couldn't attack. It's pretty obvious. And then they dress it up in all sorts of ways in order to uh, really mystify the public. Like, oh my God, did you hear? He had the same birthday as Albert Einstein's death day. And he died on the 300th anniversary of Galileo. Galileo's birthday. And then, on top of that, it's Pi Day. You know, a major nerd holiday for this nerd god who appears in more places than not as a hologram than as the actual animatronic you're used to. If you don't think it's an animatronic or a ruse, at the very least, a very cruel one, if not a complete puppet, watch some of the appearances on Larry King more than 10, 15, 20 years ago. He's been a staple, and so has his, essentially, uh, enviro-statist, anti-human, world-communist viewpoints. So he said that we are at the... we, humanity, we are at the tipping point and that we are probably best um, left to leave the earth entirely. And he said, here are the five factors that will contribute to the end of the world. Death by fireball. Overpopulation will turn the planet into a red-hot fireball. Hawking warned that earth will be reduced to a ball of fire when our energy consumption overloads. This is a videoed appearance. So he wasn't even there in person. So they beam him in on video. He's at a WE summit in Beijing, and he says, the world's population will be standing shoulder to shoulder, and the electricity consumption will make Earth glow red hot. And he said before, this is before he left, he said, and this is on a TV screen, so he's not even there, so you can't criticize him. You can't say boo. You can't say bullshit. You can't say explain what you mean by overpopulation. Like, what is your ideal, ideal solution to this? Who has to go? But he said, to save ourselves, we must boldly glow where no one has gone before. Again, they mix everything up 
like I've been saying, government, entertainment, media. So, of course, they're going to throw in some Star Trek quote. In other words, you're fucked unless you go to space. The Earth is fucked. Your salvation is in space. The Earth is doomed. The Earth has fallen. The flesh has fallen. Your, save, your salvation comes through heaven, through government. This is pretty much the subtext of this whole thing, is that you need a savior. And that savior is going to be the one telling you that there's a problem or their spokesperson. You know, they can't be direct about their intentions. Otherwise, you would reject it. So they package it. They spend years explaining to you what the end of the world is going to look like. They show you in movies. They give you these disaster scenarios. They hype up, they hype up the weather. Look, they've been fear-pointing the weather. They've turned weather into another boogeyman, another sky is full. A bunch of chicken littles with big government budgets brainwashing your kids, K through 12. He says that we'll have to colonize Mars. And by the way, you know, if you think these people are geniuses, McHugh Kaku said that we could send satellites to Mars with big lenses that will concentrate the light of the sun and melt the ice caps on Mars. And that the ice caps on Mars will melt from our satellites, which will then form rivers and oceans. We will turn Mars green again. So, I don't know if that's just hubris, if that's insanity, if there's maybe they're just. This is something else to consider too. Maybe they know that um, these ideas are that bad and unsellable and fake, but maybe they also know something we don't. Like maybe those of us who see through it um, aren't going to be given a seat in the new world order. Like maybe that's their goal. Because the thing here is that you'd have to be gullible to buy into a lot of this stuff. Asteroid strikes. Professor Hawking has warned that if global warming doesn't wipe us out, oh, that's nice. If it doesn't. So if we're not killed by global warming, an asteroid strike will. Well, then, Hawking, why even bother doing anything about global warming if the asteroid's going to come anyway? Does anything that we do to mitigate global warming have anything to do with asteroids? No, obviously not. So he said it's a matter of time before Earth is destroyed by an asteroid, soaring temperatures, or overpopulation. And he says, quote, this is not science fiction. It is guaranteed by the laws of physics and probability. Now that sounds like the will of God. That sounds like it is written. He said spreading out into space will change the face of humanity but it will also determine whether we have any future at all. And of course, the article, which is from news.com, Australia says, well, has a picture of these three burning, flaming asteroids coming down to the Earth. It says, and of course, it's curved. It says, Professor Hawking has warned that asteroids will wipe us out. He said, becoming a cosmic sloth is not an option. He says, wherever we go, we have to build a civilization. See, notice the word we. This is a scary part, too. It's like, the present system is failing, so we must unite. Workers of the world unite. This is all communism. It's all about getting us to uh, face all of our individual differences and get under the rulership of one organizer, one centralized authority, and let them build us, with our help and our work and our labor and our capital, a new paradise, which, of course, is a bait and switch because the whole thing is just a scam. It's all big bait-and-switch scam that oligarchs use to solidify their power and eliminate the competition. He says, wherever we go, we must build a civilization. We will need to take the practical means of establishing a whole new ecosystem that will survive 
in an environment that we know very little about. And we will need to consider transporting thousands of people, animals, plants, fungi, bacteria, and insects. Doesn't it sound like Noah's Ark? And remember, anytime you think about Noah's Ark, the flood, he's warning them, hey, look, your behavior is going to cause God to flood everything. So I'm taking my stuff, taking samples, and I'm going to cover my own ass. Do your thing. Do your thing. We'll see what happens. So everything floods. World's destroyed. But luckily, Noah's got his ark. And he's got two of everything, right? So then a, a bird, you know, a dove, flies to the ark with a branch, a twig in its mouth. And there's a rainbow. And that's a symbol from God, you know, the, the merciful God that, hey, I'm done killing everybody. Um, there's there's um, land. You can go back. So he goes back and then he rebuilds from the ark. So now we have the National Atmospheric and Oceanic Administration, also called NOAA. Its symbol is a dove with a stick in its mouth flying above the ocean. NOAA works hand in glove with NASA and the ISS to convince us that if we don't stop polluting, our carbon footprint is going to cause the wrath of globe and we're all going to be flooded. And so Elon Musk has been tasked with building an ark to Mars. And incidentally, he actually has some mysterious object in the trunk of the Starman vehicle, which is supposedly headed towards Mars. And in that vehicle's trunk, in that box, is what they're calling an ark. We don't know what's in it. Potato seeds. I don't know. Okay, in 2007, he fronted a campaign to cancel Trident. Britain's nuclear weapons deterrent. He says nuclear war remains the greatest danger to the survival of the human race. Wait, I thought it was asteroids or overpopulation. Which one is it? To replace Trident would make it more difficult to get arms reduction and increase the risk, and it would be a complete waste of money because there's no circumstances in which we will use it independently. Again, I don't even believe in nuclear weapons. This is my point here is that they used this individual and the credibility he had from the credulous public to sell us on a bunch of boogeymen and chicken little skies falling situations so that they could assert more power and lay down the narrative framework towards making the, pay the case that we need to give them more power. Like, look, look at this one. This was something where he said about, and he was also something else. Come on. How brilliant of a scientific mind can you have and still fall for the gutter-level partisan politics. Stephen Hawking is with the political left in the Trump bashing. You know, he should be above that. I'm not half as smart as Stephen Hawking, and I know it's all world wrestling entertainment, entertainment news, show business. He says, quote, Unlike Donald Trump, who may seem to have taken the most serious and wrong decision on climate that the world has ever seen, I'm arguing for the future of humanity and a long-term strategy. We have given our planet a disastrous gift of climate change. When we have reached similar crisis, there are usually somewhere else to colonize, but there is no new world and there's no utopia around the corner. We're out of space. The only place to go is other worlds. Again, again, here he is talking about utopia, big thing. But now here's what he said about Trump. He said, Donald Trump is a demagogue who appeals to the lowest common denominator. Now that's projection. Uh, first of all, appealing to the lowest common denominator. What is the lowest common denominator? You know, what binds all of us? 
pretty much our fight or flight, uh, fight or flight response to danger. I would say. I would say that our response to fear is pretty universal. Like you could look at lowest common denominator as you know a, a list of bad characteristics and traits how they use it. But I'm saying if you wanted to reach the most number of people with the message, what would your message be? The sky is falling. Look up. Something's threatening your basic security. So if anyone here is a demagogue who appeals to the lowest common denominator, it would be Hawking. And it's not that he appeals, it's that he aims to trigger or upset or agitate the most number of people. Whether it's him or the puppet masters behind him, it doesn't matter. I mean, these are interchangeable faces. And the new face of Hawking is basically Hawking in a wig with a D-cup. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Sophia. It's horrible. Sophia's over there with her... Uh, White privilege, you would think, because she's up there at the UN lecturing the rest of the world about how to do things. And she looks like, honestly, it looks like um, they just took the message of Hawking and just gave it a face that would be more pleasing to more people, kind of made her generic. But anyway, it just comes off as kind of cheap. Cheap, like really bad B sci-fi, like in poor taste. Be back in just 20 minutes. Never mind. I'm going to stay on and finish this here. I'm looking over my comments. Oh, Frolicking Unicorn, here is your wrench. Okay, so the title of this thing is uh, Stephen Hawking is Dead, but His Bad Ideas Live On. And we're just going over a few of his bad ideas. And they're freaking terrible and they're frightening and they're terrifying. The guy's a terrorist. It's like they should have just dumped him in the ocean alongside uh, Osama bin Laden's Swiss cheese corpse. But, you know, they're both equally fake also. That's why I can say these things in good conscience. And if he wasn't fake, he wouldn't be so loaded with, with this partisan drivel. You can't be this partisan. You can't be this involved in the the topical partisan bickering. I can understand limited government versus socialist. I can understand broader arguments. Those are made by actual ideologues, actual ideologists like Thomas Sowell. You know, people who study this for their entire lives. But what you have with Hawking is just Fox News level stuff, CNN level stuff. And you would expect better from somebody uh, supposedly representing the epitome of human intellect. Has Steve ever had a good idea or a profitable or hopeful idea? See, if I was something else too, if he was truly an altruist, he wouldn't just be telling us about how shitty we are and about how we're all going to die. His message is we're all going to die, he says. And even if, okay, let's say we took everything that he took seriously and implemented all of it. We just, let's just turn off our power. Let's just live out. Let's just um, kill our carbon footprints, annihilate. 95% uh, of the population. Let's just live according to the Georgia Guidestones. Okay. Um, kill the right wing. Kill all the diehard capitalists. Just, you know, whatever. Do what you got to do with them. So you reduce the population, reduce our carbon footprint, and then what? By the time we get to that point, we're going to be hit by an asteroid anyway. That's his idea. And of course, he says our only solution is outer space. And this is the... This is the demagoguery, you know, showing its face, where if you don't listen to us, if you don't respond to these fears right now, something terrible will happen. That's why these kids are whining about act now with this march 
for science. And then one more thing, when you look at these props, these characters that are made by the state, uh, it's never coincidental when they have dates that are timed to bring up other events that are associated with it. It's not a coincidence that March for Our Lives is being associated with the Children's Crusade. Not a coincidence it's being associated with the civil rights, with the, the Freedom Riders, which is an embarrassment that they would even make that claim. Anybody who, any civil rights activists ought to stand up and say, hey, these privileged little left-wing brats, these toadies, these proxies for state power, these CNN stoogies, have no right to claim to be oppressed. Allergic to bullshit, pretty sure the real Hawking believed in a creator. Yeah, I, like I said earlier, uh, atheism is intellectually untenable. You cannot have that position inclined to be coming from a place of intellect. You're coming from a place of denial, contrarianism, or maybe this faux sense of superiority because you didn't grab on to something you were told by your teachers was um, superstition or an archaic form of thinking. Because when I say God, I don't think Bible anymore. You know, to me, I, I don't even, it doesn't even cross my mind. I, and when I think God, I, I mean, I think of something that, I think of the creator as something that really ought not be personified. But really, that's a separate discussion. But I also believe in think and let think. So if you want to believe in Santa Claus, believe in Santa Claus. But, you know, the instant that you put guns in my face and tell me to believe in Santa Claus, I have an issue with you. And so here is probably one of my final points tonight is this. I don't believe in school shooters. I know these things have all been faked, but the kids today in schools don't have that choice to not believe what the mainstream media tells them through propaganda, obvious propaganda. They don't have a choice because what happens? Every month they have state mandated active shooter drills where what are pointed in their faces? Oh yeah, guns. And overpopulation is a massive hoax, as is global cooling, global warming, anthropogenic global warming. There's no globe. And one more thing. Why is the opposition so uh, averse to good news? Hey, nobody died. They want to punch you in the face. I'm like, hey, hey, all you um, environmentalists, guess what? The Earth's not going to overheat. Great news. And instead of saying, wow, Mother Earth's going to make it, she survived. Instead of patting themselves on the back, you know what they do? They say, oh, nope, they must have the data wrong. It's obviously getting hotter. You right-wingers, you capitalists, you property owners, you got to pay more taxes. And that's because they are invested in the problem. Notice how many areas in our life where we have these manipulators who are just invested in the problem, not the solution. A solution would end their role. Government is invested in its own growth. Religions are invested in sin. The media, if it bleeds, it leads. Take away the violence, what do they have? Nothing, no substance. None of, those, uh, none of those reporters have any sort of personality to speak of once you take away the teleprompter, if you haven't noticed. You take away the words and they're just like lost, like fish out of water. So anyway, uh, Stephen Hawking um, is dead. See, they said dead at 76. And my thinking is if he was ever alive, he's been dead since 76. And they probably just sold rights to use his image and a puppet, kind of like Kermit the Frog. When you're on stage, nobody treats him like a puppet. An ugly green puppet that my friend's dog would probably hump. They treat him like a real thing. And I think it's just like that. You rent it out. And look how many times he makes appearances at science fairs and events by TV, by hologram. They rent him out. He's just another New World Order prostitute. Anyway, 
I have to get back to work. Um, wrapping up some projects. 200 proofs that your world... Sorry, 200 proofs your reality is fake as fuck. Auto-hoaxed. 200 proofs that your reality is fake as fuck. If you think you might have come up with something that we haven't listed yet, uh, go ahead and drop me an email, infiniteplanesociety at gmail.com, and I'll try to get it into the final cut. Thanks for joining. Have a great day. And if you haven't read the manifesto, go to antimedia.network.